Hi, hello, welcome to Buzztown After the Buzzer. This is the third episode I'm doing. Uh, Georgia Tech's women's basketball team just played Clemson last uh, yesterday afternoon on the 13th of February. Um, I am here with Taylor Gray, who is our managing editor at the Technique and our resident photography person whenever we need a photography person. And so, how was it down there? Oh, on well, the court. It was great. Um, it was my first time in a couple years because um, I'm old. Um, first time being down on the court because last year during COVID, uh, they would just let, um, us be like in the, uh, kind of like by the other media tables. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, like at the top of the section, which if you don't have a great lens, zoom lens is not a great fun time. So I only did that like once and I was like, this is not worth it. <laughs> um, they also like didn't allow anyone besides like the one photographer for ACC stuff to be down on the field. This was like for all the sports right, yeah. um, until like halfway through basketball season. And then we found out. Yeah. We found, yeah, we were like, we were on the, under the impression we couldn't even like, re- like it was like, you just show up and take pictures and then they're like, Oh, we can go on the floor now. And we're like, we weren't notified. Yeah. We were this. like, wait, <laughs> COVID protocols have changed. So yeah, it's been a while. The last time I did it, I'm pretty sure was um, either the fall or spring of my freshman year, which would be 2018, 2019. And I photographed a men's basketball game uh, where Jose Alvarado was like posting up. Uh, this was him before. This is a women's basketball podcast. Yes, but, this is. Um, yeah, it was. It was really good. Um, really fun. Um, not a lot of photographers on the court because it was a Sunday noon game. But I it counted was, three or four. Yeah. Down there. Um, so pretty chill atmosphere. There so, was yeah. two thousand and two hundred people there, based on what was said, uh, which is actually better than a number of games we've had. Yeah, um, the game itself was very entertaining, to say the least. It was it was up and down a lot of, in a lot of spots. Um, this was the second straight game. Uh, Dina Stratman did not start. Uh, she's day to day with an injury that Nell Fortner told me at, at the press game, the mm-hmm. press conference after. Uh, they just don't. It's just whenever she's ready, she'll be back. There's no timetable. Um, we were supposed to win this game comfortably, as we did when we last played Clemson about a month ago in Clemson, of where there was basically no one at that game. Um, but we handled that game pretty easily. Um, this one we won, but it was not comfortable. It felt comfortable at points. Nell, after the I asked Nell after the game, I was like, "We led, we led for thirty eight minutes. Did it feel like we led for thirty eight minutes?" And she said, "It didn't feel like we were leading until the game was over." Yeah, and that's a pretty close idea to it. Um, we actually went up pretty early. We had um, we started with like a seven zero run on uh, at least a couple Sarah Bates three pointers, um, and Clemson called timeout pretty early to make sure that they stemmed that, and they didn't really do much of that. Um, Bates had five three-pointers at the start in the first half um, and two first-quarter assists. Each quarter kind of was taken over by one player yeah. for Tech, which was r- really nice to see that it, they were able to share the load, but they only shared it between four players, honestly, because four of our girls had over 10 points. Lodamai had eight, and no one else on our, and no one on our bench scored, Yeah, which is kind of normal for us, too. Mm-hmm. And then let's see here what happened after that. So we had to lead to 11 in the first quarter. Um, Clemson's defensive strategy that I could diagnose was they would just double team Lodamai when she would bring the ball up and just try their best to use that. She used the short one on, on the floor or one of the shorter ones on the floor mm-hmm. to try and force turnovers, which kind of works sometimes, but not too well to start because we eventually were up 17 in the second quarter, which usually means the game's over for us. Yeah. Um, but that was not the case. Yeah. It was uh, quite the Sunday showstopper, if I, if I will, um, you know, having it go into overtime. And I think uh, another part of just from being on the floor, like seeing um, 
Clemson's defensive strategy, I think their offensive strategy was to just hand it off to double zero. Yes. Yeah, Delicia Washington um, was the default everything yeah, offensively for them. Scored almost half of their points, and it was it was wild seeing her play because it was just like not even a I chance. I would have loved to have been closer. Uh, my seat is up near the rafters so I can get a good view of the entire court, but being down there, I imagine I would have felt the energy much different. Yeah. It, she it, she was just playing a lot of fast-paced basketball they were from really my fast. perspective. Like, it was just like, all right, chuck it down to her, and then she's going to go into the paint and do what she does. It was very different compared to a normal game for us where it's usually not that fast-paced. We can hold teams defensively pretty well, and then, like, when we played the UConn, which is the game we both went to, we would stop them on defense and then just hold the ball for, like, 20 seconds and then yeah. try and shoot, and that was the entire game plan. Which, in the fourth quarter, was not really an option no, for us. No, not at all. We tried to make it an option, but... We, we, we kinda, it kind of worked a little bit. Um, let's see. At halftime, we were up eight, um, and it was kind of normal. That said, Clemson had 32 points, which was already a, more than we allowed in the first half just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Clemson decided to not miss any shots in the third quarter. In that, This is when Clemson got... They went hotter than any... Any team basketball team I've seen, uh, at least in person. Delicia Washington scored 12 of her 40 points just in that quarter. They The team as a whole shot 71% and made six of seven of their three-pointers, um, which is what it felt like. In my notes, I'm just like, they keep scoring. They keep scoring. Why don't they miss? They're not missing yeah, at all. <laughs> what's going on? Um, and then, like, on our end, I felt like, uh, at least in the first half from what I saw, it kind of seemed like, Bates was just not getting in those threes like she needed to and you could tell she was coming out of it like yeah, frustrated but then get, in the half gets like after the half gets kind of hot on it yeah she gets yeah she had 15 in the first half um in the third quarter specifically this is what her most quarter she scored 13 including mm-hmm. seven points in a row for us which if she wasn't gonna if she didn't do that we would have been down a lot but instead of being down a lot uh we were only down three at the end of the third quarter Clemson scored 30 points in the third quarter yeah. Which is, that's too many points that, for a quarter in a women's basketball You know, game. that feels right because I just stuck to the uh, further side of the court um, and I was like, where are my Georgia Tech girls? I need yeah. to take pictures yeah, of them. Yeah, they weren't, they did, I mean, they got, yeah, they scored, I think they scored 19 in that quarter. Um, and then Aaliyah Love did a much more in the fourth quarter. She scored 11 and the, yeah, the fourth quarter was just back and forth. I just, I, I couldn't like write anything specific that happened in the first chunk of it because it's just like we scored they scored we scored they scored yeah um i will say something that i noticed was like love was putting it all out on the line like that she fourth, was yeah, hustling she was she was taking a lot she was doing so much the, in the fourth quarter there was there was like that one awkward moment where like i guess I, I don't know if someone like threw the ball but i think everyone assumed it was going to be out and it was like gonna be out on like tech or whatever mm-hmm. and then she just like runs and grabs it and i was like i didn't i like i thought that was a dead ball at that, that was point, kind of hustle no. plays yeah th- th- um, those we needed so she was just like doing amazing like um i will say especially being close to it it seemed very physical at times um lots of people falling down on my end um and she was like always the one to like get right back up and yeah. like run down the court their, to get their, where she needs their to be. mentality is really good uh yeah she scored 11 in that at around the three minute mark to go it was 72 69 uh love made a layup um and then this that's when it kind of went to that like we tried to do the let's just yeah. hold the ball forever kind of offense and oh i remember the second to last possession we have we had which we in theory was going to just force only one clemson possession if we had scored we just literally didn't even get inside the three-point arc yeah. and didn't even, like, we didn't put a single shot up. 
which didn't look good. And then we did stop them. No, they they, they tied it. And then Lottenen made a wild layup with with four seconds to go, which she has not been doing well with her layups the last few games from what I've watched. And yeah. then for whatever reason, everyone decided layuping was going to be a successful mission today. And then so we had four seconds to go, which usually means it's over. Mm-hmm. And then at least according to Nell, they got caught in the heat of the moment. And then Clemson just, as we mentioned, they were very fast and decided to be faster in those four seconds. And they got a layup in which they reviewed, but it was, it was clear that it was in. Yeah. I just, wow. I, those like, especially yeah, how like, was that on the floor? Just the, the whiplash in a five second span. First of all, for a lot of the fourth quarter at the end, we were bored. Like I was sitting next to another photographer and like they kept calling timeout after timeout. Yeah, there was a lot of timeouts. Yeah. It's so boring for us. Tech kept all their timeouts until the fourth quarter. There's nothing for us to really do besides take huddle pictures. And once you take one huddle picture, that's all like, it, yeah, you're, that's you're done you for the game. Um, <laughs> like this, uh, I'm not exactly sure if I was next to Mr. Savage or who, um, there's a few different photographers that do, um, women's games specifically. Um, and, he like stood up and did the first one and then the rest of them he was like nah i'm gonna just stay down <laughs> um so uh, that stopping and starting is just really not fun for a photographer yeah. but then it was so exciting at the end i'm pretty sure i have a really good um reaction pick of the um our last possession up, because yeah. at that point i thought we were like oh we're gonna win this game and then they just we went score right it and i didn't even have time to like point it down was the other fat. way yeah, that was going away from you towards the student section end yeah um, so and like taking taking a picture uh, was not possible in that second um but that overtime though overtime there was a lot of fun things about overtime a that was kubai's quarter it she was. scored she scored 11 in the whole game in the first four quarters and then 11 by herself in overtime yeah she came out she was ready there was three people between the both in between both teams and all starters who had four fouls so we're one foul away from fouling out, and none of them got a fifth foul. And Maya had gotten herself to got herself to four fouls very quickly in overtime as well. And Kubai was also at four fouls. She had gotten mm-hmm. subbed out a couple points in the fourth in the second half because she got she racked up her fouls too quickly. Yeah. Um, and I realized I was just like, oh my goodness, like likely, li- likely this isn't going to work out if otherwise. Um, oh, the overtime box score no longer works. On the stat Aww. thing I have, that sucks. Rip. But anyway, yeah. So she she scored eleven, and they we scored a couple of buckets pretty early, and mm-hmm. then Clemson didn't do. They weren't. It, it looked like it looked like we reset a little bit. Like we yeah. were a little frazzled, but then it, we didn't panic, which is really nice to see because it I, it's very easy for Clemson to be like, okay, we've got the momentum, as much momentum as anyone's had against us in a game that was competitive too. Um, but we didn't. They they just hunkered down and just went to work. For yeah. those five minutes and by halfway through the overtime it was pretty much done yeah i think that was something i definitely noticed between the first and second half um and especially going into overtime was like i think you could tell that it it i think it's fair to say that that was not the georgia tech team in the first half that we're used to watching um from uh you know nell's talent but no. I, it really does seem like they went into halftime uh and came out very concentrated and focused and ready to finish up and win the game. And then went into overdrive to win overtime. Like yep. that was very much uh, Q by time. Uh, she was killing it. Um, I will say it was good to see um, 
Miss uh, AC Carter, um, Aviance, Wonder oh, yes. Woman. Um, this was as much as many minutes as she's gotten in the, in the season. She got seven and a half, yeah. which when all when all five starters are when Stratman is also in that she usually gets. Well, most of our games are usually we win by a lot, but still you keep the starting five in, and then she comes in for a decent amount of time late in the game. But she was both her and uh, Io one Aranak both were in in the first quarter, which yeah. I noted. I was like, interesting. They this were. is not normal. <laughs> I was like, we got some new faces out here. Yeah. Like, this is really good. Um, and I, I'm really excited to see how they develop, um, uh, especially um, Carter, because I, I think she's going to be a really good tool they've for gotten, next year. Yeah, they've gotten better. Um, what a woman. The nitty-gritty details. So uh, Washington's 40 points was, I was told, the, the, tied the most by any ACC player this season, which surprised it wasn't more Any ACC f- women's yes women. okay yeah yeah yeah. Um, this was the first time tech scored or allowed 80 plus points they were just we just hadn't gotten to 80 in any scenario which you well if, if the game had ended in regulation we wouldn't have because we were up 77 75 yeah. at Maya's last layup um, you just got to give them extra time get I, those extra I, points I, I know I know um, in the press conference after Nell was multiple times over was frustrated as how we just didn't defensively they were just not there she gave props to Clemson that they were creating a lot of good shots for them they were really fast but that they also gave them plenty of good opportunities that they need to clean up which would will be necessary considering we have ACC tournament in a couple weeks and only four games left before that yeah I um that's something that kind of concerned me but watching the first half especially I was like this is the team that's you know probably about to go to the big dance again and i think um especially uh this game and the um away loss at nc state and virginia tech and virginia tech like that is slightly concerning um because it kind of seems like i mean we came in very dominant like very tight ship Mm -hmm. knew our defensive strategies and i think people are starting to catch on um, a little bit yeah and know how to combat it all three of these teams those last three teams we played have had have had a center that was kind of that was big enough to at least match up with both hermosa and kubai who are both six four and higher and taller yeah um which for nc state they're they're nc state then they're yeah it's probably going to beat them in south carolina the NCAA championship once it's all said and done mm-hmm. but Virginia Tech should have won that one and although that was at the end of a rough road stretch where they they had we had played NC State we came they came back to campus for a day and then left again the next day to go back to Virginia so travel wise yeah. they did not do themselves any favors on Ugh. that front so rough um the weird part about this game in a usually Kubai gets a double double um because she rebounds like crazy T- today no one got a double double yeah. Um, which I think just speaks to the fact that Clemson made all their shots. So we didn't really have a shot to actually rebound the ball that much. Uh, Love had 26 points, which I believe is her career high because she had 20 a couple weeks ago. Kubai had 22. Bates had 17, 15 of which were in the first half. She made a layup, which was – she usually doesn't make any layups. Yeah. But she had a good one today. And then Hermosa had 19. Uh, um, the lack of Dinya Stratmanet, I think, definitely was impactful because Bates is smaller than – my who's our who's five six and our smallest of our normal starting five so we had two people under six feet which doesn't help yeah um we're now fourth in the acc which is good because that advance if we, if the season ended today that would advance our starting day in the acc tournament by an entire day mm-hmm. um, if we're fifth we have to play a day sooner if we're fourth we don't have to play a day sooner which will be really key for rest because if you win you play the next day if you win you play the next day so in theory we want to play only three games and start yeah. in the quarterfinals 
Um, but our next game is on Thursday, uh, home against Notre Dame, who is also ranked. I had mistakenly said they were unranked in the first episode. Um, it's okay. And also have the same ACC record as us. Oh. So winning this is very key because that will lock us into fourth, at least for a time. Um, and the World Series trophy will be here for that game. Yeah, I was so excited to see that because I think that is that's what the women deserve because uh, i mean what blooper came to that uh men's game that we was it the wisconsin game no came to? I, I don't remember whatever it was game, a game yeah pit i don't know whatever game blooper came to i'm pretty sure we lost and i was like uh okay cool um so i'm really glad to see that the women are like getting kind of those promotional opportunities yeah. Um, oh, they wore the Black History Month uniforms that the guys wore yes. as well, and they look very, very nice. Those are, that was half of what my pho- photography was <laughs> focused on, because they're so nice, um, and like uh, the Cherokee Rose like yes. detail, especially the detail on the shorts themselves. It's really nice on the shorts. So pretty, um, such an amazing way to, you know, uh, mark uh, black excellence at tech and then uh, halftime we recognized yes we had i forget I, I had never i had my my uh georgia tech history gapped on this one i yeah, had not i was too, not aware of this team but it was what the 40th anniversary no it was some anniversary of a of a other not an ncaa tournament winning team yeah um that was like very the good at NWIT one point. something yeah i think that's right 92 team maybe i don't know i don't remember my favorite part was their bus driver was in the crowd. That was very nice to see. And they, was, they, they like least, highlighted him. They at least gave him Callaway Club. So he he, he was in he was in the I think the second nicest seats you can get. Yeah, so seeing them was so exciting um and I think you know just like highlighting more and more uh like women's athletics history attack is such an important thing yeah. because I mean like we have I not to like go off of this but like Nicole Fagan's out here. Like we have like one of the best but female athletes George yeah, Tech has ever seen. She reset her mile her mile record. Yeah, like the day of the game. Every few weeks, just like whatever. Like I don't know. I I can't remember if we talked about this in the podcast that got deleted slash never uploaded. But yeah, sorry. I mean, like women. Oh, it's such a good it's such a good year to be a female student athlete at Georgia Tech. Right yes, now. it's very good. like absolutely amazing. Tennis is good. Softball went undefeated in their tournament. Um, they're 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 beginning buzz classic tournament volleyball um, just volleyball, volleyball absolutely killed it um we have the acc swimming and diving championship starting tomorrow here yeah um which they've i was i went in there during one of their inner squad meets and they have some cool new technology just for the meet mm, that's technology. fun to watch that's I, I just like it because i was a swimmer yeah um all that to say they should keep those gold uniforms i they would say should. just keep it because it's easy to do something floral like kind of just for like as a theme for a little bit, like especially like a West Coast team or like mm-hmm. Hawaii or something, but pulling it off where it's not too in your face, but also meshes in with the color, yeah. with the uniform is really hard to do. And they struck it very nicely. It was absolutely beautiful. And the shirt that they were giving away was so nice. Was I was nice. so sad that they ran out. They only had smalls by the time I got there, but I like they need to put that shirt in the Georgia Tech bookstore and they need to put nice those shirt. jerseys in the Georgia Tech bookstore because yeah, they are beautiful if someone sponsors this podcast i'm going to use the money to buy that jersey for so that we can put it up in the staff office <laughs> georgia tech athletics please if you're listening to me put that jersey everywhere people will buy it people That's are on twitter asking how to buy it when it was nice. first featured on the men's yes, court yeah um i mean it's just absolutely beautiful and i think just a beautiful tribute to you know georgia history um and 
Georgia Tech yes. history. Our game on Thursday will be our pink uniforms because it's yes. our uh, play for K game, which we were at the North Carolina State version. Yes. Uh, that's where it originated. Um, and Tasha Butts, our, one of our assistants, is currently going through breast cancer right now and still coaching too. Yeah. So she's really working hard. Um, yeah. And I assume there'll be a, a good little moment for her yeah. during that game. What a strong woman. Um, just seeing like all of the just like amazing things said about her especially over social media like she seems amazing um and i hope she gets you know a little platform at least which i i'm sure they will um to talk about and they're also giving away pink shirts for students as well yes they are um to kind of show your support so people should come out definitely come out to that game it'll be fun it'll be a tight game the the guys lost to notre dame when they played here so we can't we kind of need to get them back and we lost them in football so we like we really need to like yeah double time just win against notre dame in any way we can this year yes um i i think this is definitely gonna be one of those games where like we need students out um supporting the people because uh i think we talked about this on the uconn podcast i don't i don't know if that one ever got uploaded nope, never did oh well um i'll reiterate it then i think it's just uh you know it's it's very clear that the team appreciates uh people coming out and students coming out um be, I mean, they go around and, you know, thank everyone for coming out, yeah. especially courtside people and, um, you know, the student section. And uh, like, this is a team that appreciates us and we need to appreciate them back because yes. they are doing amazing things for us right now. And they do a lot between being full-time students and full-time athletes at a almost professional level, especially in women's basketball, because there is basically only one other place to go to play professional basketball in the u.s and there's not that many teams yeah in the wmba and we have wmba caliber players we right do now, so. they're so good they are i i just can't get over the women's basketball team and just uh, every female student athlete in georgia tech's amazing um in my humble opinion but yeah it was fun all right i think that's i think we, we hit everything okay we can hit um the technique is the weekly student newspaper that you read if you want to read it you can read it online but it's best read uh on paper which is how we produce it and we put a lot of work to make it work on paper so please read it on paper if you ever do Um, you can find it basically in any building on campus that's pretty large and that has a newsstand by the door Um, we will have another episode out on friday after the after the notre dame game 